Hey guys, and welcome to the people of Colby College. I'm Silas, and this is, I'll call it the zeroth episode of the pod. Um, I wanted to do a trial episode just to see how Zoom worked with the recording and get my feet under me with the whole podcasting thing. So I didn't go in with any predetermined questions or any real idea of what me and Wick would even talk about. Um, but thankfully, Nick is just an amazingly open person and personality, and he's always just ready to have a conversation that goes beyond surface level. Um, and just as some background, Nick is a sophomore at Colby College. Um, he's from Northampton, Massachusetts, and he's a teammate of mine on the Colby Cross Country team. He's also a computer science major and a psychology major, so double major. Um, both of which I find endlessly fascinating, especially psych. Um, plus, as you'll soon hear, he is currently on an awesome road trip adventure from Massachusetts to California by himself in his Honda Fit all alone. Um, or he might, I think he's, he's there already doing his internship uh, remote. But yeah, so we talked about that, which was loads of fun. Um, anyways... I hope you enjoy the pod, even if it's a little rough around the edges. I'm still getting used to the whole format and trying to train myself not to say like and um as much as I normally do. Um, Well, there you go. There's another um. Get used to that. Hopefully, I'll do better in the future. And with that, here's our conversation. The, uh, the internet doesn't really work, so I can't do it on my computer. Oh, yeah. Where are you right now? Um, I'm in uh, Mammoth Lakes, California. So I got the – can you yeah. see the mountain? Yeah, so that's, um, that's like one of the biggest uh, ski mountains in the United States. It's pretty famous. Um, it's like the big California ski mountain. Um, I'm sure Max can tell you all about it and Adam. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I'm just surrounded by the pines right now. Dang. Um, I'm at 8,000 feet. It's it's hard to breathe whenever I run. Um, For those who don't know, Nick is on a cross-country adventure right now. <laughs> yeah. Is this being recorded? Yeah, I got you. I, we're recording. We got it. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, so whose house are you at right now? Um, I'm at my uncle's house. I would say I'm, I'm very fortunate that um, my uncle or at least one of my uncles, because I, I come from, or my mother comes from a, like, really, okay, this is, actually, this is not even necessary. Um, I have a lot of uncles, um, and so one of them lives in L.A., yeah. and um, he's got a house up here that he goes mm. to in the winter. Um, you got some so, extra moolah on the side to get that house. Yeah, 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 very, I'm very, very lucky to, to be yeah. in this. Yeah. Um, and so it, it means, you know, if he's only up there in the winter, then it, it means that he's not up there in the summer, so, um, I took this opportunity. Um, basically, my internship, um, which originally was going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, it went remote. Um, so I saw this as an opportunity to go live somewhere crazy. Um, and this is having been this is having lived in Kenya already last summer. Um, so like I, I I'm no stranger to to going really far away from home to um, some really cool places. Um, so I saw this as an opportunity to go somewhere, um, and I mm. thought. Well, it'd be pretty cool if I could just um, live in my uncle's house in Mammoth Lakes, California, um, because the uh, the region that it's in, the Eastern Sierras, um, the mountain range of of California between California and Nevada, um, is arguably my favorite place on the face of this planet, <laughs> with all the mountains um, and and the forests and the everything, everything that's amazing about it. And there's ghost towns everywhere. Um, and it's at 8,000 feet. So being a cross country runner, um, I saw this as an opportunity to get some really cool, some really good, uh, summer training in, um, yeah. some good running at altitude. In. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, so like personally impressed that you literally just went out there because like, I always like, I don't know. I just love watching like van life YouTube videos and like, like oh, yeah. reading about hiking the Appalachian trail, but like to actually go out and like go on that like long-term road trip is just like, so impressive that's so awesome yeah yeah well i should explain um i should explain what i did <laughs> yeah that's true so <laughs> so of course um being me i had to you know i 
going to California and living in California was, is, is enough of an adventure on its own. But um, the way I am, I had to do it even crazier than everybody else. Like I didn't want to just fly out there. Um, so I turned my Honda Fit, which is an extremely small car meant for like the city. It's like, it's highly compact. It can fit in the compact parking spots. It, it fit in the compact parking spot today. Um, I turned it into an RV. <laughs> I, turned, I turned the passenger seat basically into a bed um, and it ended up being really comfortable. Um, and I stored like all my food and stuff um, in, in the other seats. <laughs> and it, it was a tight fit, but it was just super cozy. Um, and I drove completely alone from Massachusetts to California. Um, it took, I don't even remember, like five or six days. I was going about eight hours a day. Um, and it was arguably the best week of my life. <laughs> it was incredible. It was, it was such an adventure. <laughs> now, did you like sleep in Walmart parking lots? Was that the... <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, the first night I had, um, I had some friends to stay with um, in upstate New York. That was a blessing. Um, I enjoyed my last night in like a nice bed. Um, and then the second night I stopped at a truck stop. Um, it, was, it was about an hour outside of uh, Indianapolis on the interstate. Um, I didn't really like the truck stop because um, it was super loud with all the trucks coming in and out, um, which is why I ended up staying at Walmarts. But um, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, the first night that I slept in my car, it was so weird. Like I felt like I was kind of, I felt like I was exposed because the, the truck stops are like basically gas stations. So they have this overnight parking um, where you basically park right outside of like the gas pumps. Um, and like my, and so I, I was just like in my car, like sleeping while all this other stuff, like we're, well, all these cars and trucks were gassing up. Um, and I felt so exposed, but um, it ended up being a really great night of sleep because I was super tired after driving for eight hours um, and I ended up being super safe. <laughs> and then, yeah. So the night after that, um, I went to St. Louis. Um, well, I, I stopped in St. Louis. Um, that was incredible. Went on a little run around the city, um, saw the gateway arch. Um, it's good if you want to see it like once, <laughs> um, don't really need to see it any more times. Um, and then I headed to Kansas city, uh, where one of my teammates, Ewan, uh, lives. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, that might've been one of my, that might've been the best night. Of, really? of my trip. yeah yeah it was um because it, it was just him and some of his high school friends and they showed they showed me around kansas city um and you know you wouldn't think of kansas city as like this this really interesting place like when you think of american cities you think of like new york chicago st yeah. louis <laughs> um but kansas city was just this really this really cool place with um with these really cool people um and uh a very iconic memory that I will remember for the rest of my life is uh, um, I was at the World War One Memorial. Um, it has a very good view of Kansas City and it was sunset and I, I could just see the sunset setting over Kansas City and and I was just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I've come so far. I, I've, I've made it halfway across the country because Kansas City is like the closest to, to the center of the United States. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is wow i'm like after this i cross into the rocky mountains um this is like this is an odyssey this is a journey this is and it was just, it was just such an incredible feeling um just knowing that i had made it here and like been living in my car the whole entire time that's so <laughs> impressive wow. yeah and then yeah i did sleep in a walmart parking lot um in uh in in denver colorado that was that was a great night that that parking lot was quite nice that was that was like the best I got to see the sunset over the Rocky Mountains. Wow. It was, it was just incredible. Now, was yeah. driving, were you driving through mostly, like, cities and stuff, or was it all, like, rural, like? Well, it was a little – it was a mix of both. I mean, I, <laughs> I, got, I got stuck in uh, Columbus, Ohio rush hour. <laughs> that, was, that was not fun. <laughs> yeah, I think I went to Rochester, uh, Cleveland, Columbus. Um, it, was, it was really – it was both. It was a mix. It was just cities and then, like, the countryside surrounding them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I've gotten stuck in a lot of different rush hours: um, Columbus, Salt Lake City, Denver, LA. It's been good. It's uh, rush hour kind of sucks. Um, so when you're doing a long drive, you don't want to you don't want to plan it bad. You don't want to plan it wrong because like you'll be driving for like eight hours and you'll be like, oh, I'm almost at my destination. I just have to make it through this one city, and then it's rush hour, and you're like, oh yeah. my god. 
I'm stuck in traffic now at a standstill. Now, before Ugh. you went out, was there like places that you like mapped out that you were like, oh, I want to see this, this, this? Yeah. Yeah, my parents actually wouldn't let me leave um, unless I had like a very. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Props to them. That, that's props to them because like. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they let me do this. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I did have a, I did have a plan. I, I mean, everything's shut down because of coronavirus. Um, but I, I just like, yeah, I just went, I went to cities and, you know, I went on these little walks where I just walk around the city, check it out, imagine what it would be like to be a local. Um, yeah. and it ended up being a great, a great experience. And yeah. we're like, were all of like the national parks closed and stuff when you were? Mm, some of them are. And as of right now, some of them, I think Yosemite is still closed, which I'm sad about. I'm like two hours from Yosemite. Definitely going to go to Yosemite as soon as it opens. Um, I did one of the best places I visited was Bryce Canyon National Park um, on the on the request of John Terry, um, one of my friends, hopefully roommate next year. Um, oh, he told me to go to Bryce Canyon. Um, and it was just absolutely fantastic. I had the park to myself because it was like three days after it opened. Um, I didn't want to pay for parking, so I parked right outside the park and ran in. That's the advantage of being a runner. You can just run all the way in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I got to, I got to go into the park and see some incredible things. Took some great photos. Took some great photos the whole way. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. I got to hear all of that because I was just like, I've been watching you through your social media, you know, experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've been bringing your few dozen social media followers on a journey for the last. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I like to share. I like to. Sh- I like to share things with with people who are with all my people who are in Massachusetts I think I think you know I've been given I'm very lucky to have been able to have a car and be able to drive across the country and also have a place to stay in California and have a job that pays me money so that I can sustain myself in California and not have to live in my parents house Um, and so I would say that it's I guess it's kind of like just I you know I want to I want to, I'm experiencing the world and I want others to experience the world too. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> you, you, you're so fortunate. It's like, it'd be a crime to not okay. take advantage of it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like oh yeah. Yeah. You got to use 100% of what, what you're given. <laughs> I know. But anyways, otherwise it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to talk about, we can go back to that too, of course, but you know, yeah. I just wanted to talk about, I don't know. I wanted to talk about you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about, you know, what I was going to do this summer. And I always think about Colby and like the things that I like most about Colby. And I'm like, the thing I like most about Colby is just like getting different perspectives from people. You know what I mean? Like sitting down at dinner tables and talking with Collins. Oh my gosh. Azalea. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, that's like the best part about college. And like, that's where I'm getting like, like, a ton of my education you know what i mean so that's that's the real education yeah my mom always says my mom always says life is about the people um it's yeah. not about it's not about any it's it's about the people that you meet um and like it, it's true yeah you get yeah i mean yeah. like like i said one of my best nights was in kansas city when i was just getting a glimpse at what ewan and his his friends in kansas city would be would would do after school or over the summer and stuff. Mm. And it was, it was just got to feel like I was a local and I got this, this incredible experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but yeah, I totally, you have your own life and like, you don't know what you don't know. Like you don't know. I don't know. It's just like so weird seeing other people's lives and hearing other people's lives. You, yeah. Sort of opens your eyes to the world. But anyways, I don't know. I thought this was like a perfect way to like, you have people on and like sort of talk to them and like learn about their lives. I don't know. Just, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe selfishly for me, but hey, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's good. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally with that, and I need to, I need to branch outside of the cross country. I know. I will have conversations with people and learn more. <laughs> I know. I've been thinking of people, you know, that I want to talk to and I want to do this with, and I was like, you know, Nick Collins, you know, I'm like, I'm going through boys on the cross country team. I'm like, uh oh, it's all, <laughs> it's all boys on the cross country team. <laughs> but, um, yeah i don't know but maybe jared maybe i could uh talk to our coach jared. oh my gosh 
Jared would be. I I want to be on that. You got. I got to be on these. I want to be on these calls. This is, you know. So, uh, did I tell you what I did for my Eagle Scout project? No. Did you know that I'm an Eagle Scout? No, I did not know you're an Eagle <laughs> Scout, and I would never have guessed. Yeah, I haven't told any of my college friends about that. Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So so when you get your Eagle Scout, you have to. There are so many motorcycles today. Can you hear the motorcycles? There's so many I just motorcycles. Heard, I heard that one. Yeah. This place is like weirdly loud, even though I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's like just cars and motorcycles. It's because everybody's from LA, so they're all driving around. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so for so to get Eagle Scout, you have to do this project. Um, most people, most people like paint park benches and stuff, which is totally respectable. They're doing a great thing for their community. Um, but me being different, me being the way I am, and just aggressively invested in being different, I was like, hmm, what if I? what if I like talk to veterans about their experiences? What if I just hear their life stories? Because I am so fascinated in people's stories. That's like what drives me. It's just, just hearing people's stories. That's, that's like, that gives me like a sense of euphoria, honestly, just hearing stories. And like, like, like I want to talk to some like old timers about like their entire lives. And like most people would think that's boring, but I think that's mm -hmm. so fascinating. Um, yeah. So I, um, what I did for my project was um, the veter the Library of Congress has this archive called the Veterans History Project, um, and and what they do is they basically take recordings of people interviewing veterans on like their life stories, and they they save them. So I basically interviewed ten veterans about their life, and I got videos of them just like talk telling me their life stories. Really? Um, and I had yeah, I had I had a couple World War II guys. Now those were oh my gosh. Those were incredible. Um, I had some Vietnam guys, Korea guys. I had, I had people in every major American conflict from like World War II to like, to modern day, and uh, and it was just it was just so. I mean, I got ten lifetimes worth of information. I got ten lifetimes worth of knowledge, and it it, it just opened my eyes to how the world is. Oh my gosh! And in a family of blue jays just like. Flew in front of me. Can you hear them? I can hear them. Oh my god, they're like they're like four feet away from me. <laughs> Wait, let me let me try. You probably can't see them, can you? No, you can. They're in that tree. You do see them? Yeah, I see them. Yeah, oh. they were they were flying pretty close. Oh, they were flying pretty close. Anyways, yeah. So I just I have like ten lifetimes worth of of knowledge and advice. Um, it's just been incredible so awesome. to get a glimpse into their lives. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know how to sum it up, but it's just, yeah, it's just incredible. I love listening. Um, when I listen to music, a lot of the songs like I like, like just like a, you know, I like literally all music, music without words, with words, or whatever. But like I love yeah, me too. songs that are like stories, like old time stories. You know what I mean? Yeah, like an old, yeah. like, old person, old guy or girl, just singing a story about someone's life, and like yeah, just hearing not just like the facts but like the emotions in the song you know what i mean because sometimes there are emotions that you've never like i was listening to a a bruce springsteen song and he was writing about um two brothers and you know some story he, it was a true story he was writing about two brothers and then one of them killed another and one of them was a state policeman and like sort of let him run off to canada because he was his brother you know and yeah he tells that story beautifully and it's just like you hear these stories and you you're sort of taken out of your your own sort of little bubble you know yes it's like, oh my gosh yeah. yeah yeah that's that that makes me think actually that that makes me realize um so i you know i'm i have a lot of interest in like everything i'm interested in everything um i'm interested in every like career path every life choice everything and by hearing stories from people i just i get the opportunity to experience a life that is just so incredibly different from my own without having to change my life drastically like i can be i can be in the military without actually being in the military i can do all these things i can travel back to the 1940s without actually doing that i can i, I feel like i'm there when they tell me these stories ah oh, it's just fascinating yeah. i don't even i can't even describe it. like it's just you know it's it's yeah it's fascinating it's it fascinating so awesome yeah i don't know and that's what i love about art in general you know what i mean and like i'm a science i'm a math major obviously but like, yeah me too art and yeah cs your cs there you go yeah yeah 
I don't know. That's what I like about art and storytelling. It's like it sort of just it opens your perspective, you know, more than just being pretty or being whatever. It's sort of like I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Sometimes I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm getting into art galleries and Oh, really? Yeah. I've, never, yeah, I've seen that's that's one thing I've never been able I was talking to Collins about this. Collins Cabet, our teammate and he was talking about how he took a January course um, about like introduction to art and like art appreciation. And it said, he said yeah. before that he couldn't go into an art gallery and after now he can go in and like appreciate it. And you know what I mean? Like, and I want that so, so good. bad. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm discovering that I'm so much more of a hippie than I thought I was from this trip. I, you know, just, I really like being out on the road. It's nice. Yeah. I went to this place. Do you know the, the town of Ojai, California? No. No, it's a super hippie city. I went there, and it was really cool. And uh, it turned me into more of a hippie. So That's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Even yeah, John and I listened to some Grateful Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys sent John. Cornell, 1977. Yeah, Cornell, 1977. John was a... John was sending me, or were you sending me those? Maybe you were sending me those. I think, yeah. Uh, I think it must have been John. Oh, okay. I don't know. But, um, yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when I, I got to, when, when COVID started to die down, I went down to, uh, I went down to, uh, I went down to, like, Philadelphia area and spent some time down there. But when I came yeah. back, it was just like, like down there, it's just, it was suburbs, right? But yeah, Philly, yeah. But like, and I, I, like, I didn't realize that I was so like mentally attached to the country because like after like a couple of weeks down there and I oh, came back home yeah. and I was like, I like felt like I'd been having an anxiety attack the last, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, yeah, I have something to say actually about that. Yeah. That's um, good. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you know, I, I came here and I was like, dang, this is like my favorite place on the face of this planet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have so much fun out in the woods. This is like, this is my true, this is my place. I'm not going to miss Massachusetts at all. I'm not, I'm not going to miss Western Mass. I'm not going to miss the countryside of Western Mass at all. Yeah. And, and then I, I'm here after like three or four weeks and, and I'm like, wow, I actually, I miss this place that I grew up in. I miss that environment um, of Western Mass. Mm. um it's gonna be good to go back there but california is fantastic mm. and another wise thing that my mom said is um she's a psychology professor so she knows a lot of psychological studies um she said that um there have been psychological studies that say like the environment that you always feel like the most comfortable is the one in which you grew up in um so no matter how much I want to move to California, I'm always going to be the most comfortable in like Massachusetts. Huh. Yeah. Um, and like, I, you know, I, I want to end up moving to the West. I want to move to like Colorado or California when I graduate. But um, what my mom said about that is really resonating within me. And, and I'm actually seeing it happen here. Cause like, I, I just, I don't feel as comfortable in this um, California environment as I do in Massachusetts. So that's just like an interesting thing to, nice. to think about. Yeah. I feel like that would be so cool to have a mom that was a psychology professor and then would bring up a study to uh, apply. Yeah. To that <laughs> yeah. That's, that's actually why um, I don't know if I told you this, but um, I'm also a psych major. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of identify more as a psych major at this point, just because I hate computer science majors so much. <laughs> Just because I, I dislike the subject of cold. It's a long story. That's a that's a topic for a different time. I do love programming though. Yeah. For the podcast. I love programming. It's like my favorite thing. I just don't like the study of computer science. Um, anyways, yeah. Psychology is just so cool because it's like the classes that I'm taking, they they change my life. Yeah. They teach me how to be a better person. They teach me how to treat other people. It's fantastic. And yeah. it's good to have parents who are psychology professors too. <laughs> yeah, you're you know. somehow, even though we want to, you know, 
when we're growing up, we want to be different from our parents. And then we end up wanting being comfortable in the same place and then having the same job. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm just doing what I love. And it's, it's literally drawing me towards becoming a psychology professor. <laughs> it's so strange. Um, and I could talk so long about how you, you are who your parents are. You become who your parents are. Yeah. Um, if not a little bit more high achieving, that's what I've noticed for the mm. most part, for mm. the most part. I know it's like, my mom has a joke that my whole family just is cursed to go into education. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not a bad thing at all. And like, you know, I, they always thought I would do something with math, something with math, you know, and I'm still, I'm a math major, but I want to, I still want to go into education and they're just like, yeah. oh, you know, and you're just, That's cursed. just how it is. That is yeah, how it is. I mean, I guess, cause it's not only what I love, it's what I feel like, because I was raised like by someone with a background in that, I feel like I have inherent yeah. knowledge that I've gained over the you know 19 years I've been on earth. You know what I mean? Like I have a little bit of background knowledge. I feel comfortable in that yeah. environment. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I don't know. And I feel, I also feel more of a personal connection to the subject and to the people, like the people I would help in that field, you know, as an, as an educator, when I, would educate I would think of my mom and think of my mom in the classroom yeah you know and I would connect my own experience to that I feel like you know what I mean and like for example like I totally yeah psychology like if I wasn't into education I might like psych I love psychology you know what I, like I it's, but how could you not like psychology it's literally the study of, of how the brain works exactly and like how the I don't think anybody works. doesn't like psychology it's like the most yeah I mean I don't know I just geek out on it but I but if, if I were in education, I would probably go into something like that, you know, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes you have a plan and then it all sort of goes awry. Oh know? yeah. No, screw plans. Holy crap. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Life changes are the best thing ever. I know. I yeah. was, I've, I have a bad habit where, or I'm breaking it, but I used to have it even worse where like, I would have to have like a plan in my head of like how I wanted my life to go like how like the jobs I wanted to do and like okay I would do this I would graduate then I would (laughs) graduate school then I would get this job you know what I mean and like I'm trying yeah I've been way too like rigid yeah like I'm working on letting it go because of you realize like my mind knows it's that's not how it's gonna play out but it doesn't matter but you need to have it's it's because you don't like uncertainty yeah 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 yeah. you don't want to have the uncertainty of like hmm after after I graduate, what am I gonna do? I don't know, but I know that, like it's it's just so weird. You can't really trust yourself. You can't just be like, okay, after I graduate, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know where I'm gonna work. I don't know anything about where how I'm gonna live, but I do know that I'm gonna be fine. And you just have to trust yourself on that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's kind of hard. And that's that's part of it's part of the experience. That's part of the incredible experience of life. <laughs> And I feel like that's easier for some people to do than others, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, this trip was like, this was just like, sees the, this was the ultimate. You know, I've got one life. It was like, you don't know. Um, this was, I feel like that trip, that this trip you're taking, yeah. the ultimate version. You're just going out and you're just like, I kind of have a plan, but like we could do anything. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what I'll, I'll, what I'll say is, is this, this trip and this whole entire summer, I've really been, every summer I like to focus on something And this, this trip and this summer, I've just been getting so much better at doing what I want when I want. And I'm not, I'm not saying that like, I'm like an absolute bum. Like I have a job and I'm making money and I'm, I'm, I'm contributing to society, but like in other situations where I have a choice over what I can do, I'll just do what I want when I want. And like, if that involves, you know, just going to Utah, I'll do it. It'll be mm-hmm. fantastic. Utah is like the best. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Starting to just like, like stuff like in the back of your mind that you know you want to do, like that, like that, you know, you haven't formed the habit of going out and doing it, but in the back of your mind, you know, you want to do it. Like, I don't know, like, yeah, it comes up like reading or something like do it exactly like if you don't have the habit formed you just have to take the initiative and go do it you know even something like um they started having protests around um me for black lives matter which was awesome because they're small town peaceful protests um yeah you know and um but like i wasn't in the habit of like 
going out of the house and going you know what i mean i was i was like oh no, but you gotta do it but i just i had to take the initiative Throw yourself to do it. and it was freaking amazing it was like you know going to those was oh like yeah never. it was yeah that is one of my problems i i don't um a lot of times i you know you got to say yes to everything every opportunity that you have you got to say yes to and and it'll it'll introduce you to a whole new world that you had no idea about it's so mm-hmm. great yeah and that's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But if you really focus on it, you can do it. Yeah. And it's not just the opportunities that are big and like, like job offers or stuff like that. It's like, I feel like it's so small, just like. It's the small things. It's absolutely, it's like the opportunities that you get to meet a new person, yes. you know, to, or to like hang out with somebody. <laughs> should I read a book on the back porch or should I stay inside and watch a YouTube video? You know what I mean? Like, go outside, yeah. You know, it's like just that that take the leap and say yes to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and this this actually makes me think, um, you know, a lot one time uh well, a lot of times I you know, I'm 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 gonna go like visit somebody overnight or something, like I'll go to, for instance, my friend Tyler, I'll go, I'll go visit him over like fall break or something. And, you know, as I'm driving there, I'm, I'm like doubting myself. I'm like, is this really worth it to go to like this random town in Massachusetts? And then I go and it's like amazing. It's like, mm-hmm. like I've never on like those little trips that I've done to visit people, visit random people. Um, I've always doubted whether or not it would be good. And every single time it's been like absolutely incredible. So you'll just, you know, you'll just take random trips to like visit friends like a few hours away? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I love driving. So I'll, I'll do it. Damn. Yeah, and then and this, this summer I'll do a lot of trips too, to LA and San Francisco, see Robbie. Dang, that's such an awesome, I've never, I've never like heard of, or maybe like, I don't know, I've never, that's a really good idea. That's, I, don't I know. mean, especially when you're in the Northeast, like you can't really do that when you're in Colorado and everybody's eight hours away, but like. When you're in the Northeast and, you know, your friends are up in Mass, mm-hmm. like Nullaby is down in Connecticut or something, like, yeah. you know, take that trip. Wow. Take that three-hour drive. Stay, stay the night. Um, meet their friends. Meet their high school friends. Uh, get a nice tour of the town. It's amazing. It's the best. Dang. Fantastic. You're inspiring me here. Am I? I hope yeah. I am. <laughs> you're welcome to come to Western Mass anytime you like. Maybe I will. Well, well, well not, once yeah. I get back, yeah. I'm not gonna be back for a while. Yeah. It takes it takes five or six days from the moment that I decide that I'm gonna go. Home. <laughs> so, oh my god! Yeah, I'm really locking myself in. I'm really throwing myself in here. Like, like people were like, "What what happens when you get cabin fever from just being completely alone in a yeah. three bedroom house?" Um, and I'm like, "Well, I don't know. It takes me six days to get home, so <laughs> I can't I can't exactly just go home." <laughs> now, are you close right. to a town right now or something? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a resort town. It's called, it's Mammoth Lakes. Oh yeah. So you're on the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very small town. Um, extremely high prices. I spend a lot of money on groceries and the fruits are very bad because I'm in the desert. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, it's good. No, huh? No, what? Huh? No awesome mangoes or anything. No, that was last year. That was <laughs> awesome. Mangoes and avocados were were last year. That was that's a story for another time. <laughs> yeah, that that stuff was cheap. Um, yeah, I'm about five hours from LA, five hours from San Francisco. So, the world is my oyster. That's that's gonna be my quote. The world is my oyster. That's a great quote. I wow. can go wherever I want. I'll do whatever I want. There was um at the uh, my when my sister just graduated a few days yeah. ago and they had like at our uh, congregational church, I'm pretty agnostic personally, but they yeah. had, um, at our UCC United Congregational Church in the center of yeah, town, yeah. like a baccalaureate, how do you say that service? Bac- Graduate service. Yeah. Graduate. Baccalaureate. Yeah. Laureate. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they call it a fancy name or something, but the, we had a we have an awesome pastor there who's like pretty new and he's super in he's like super progressive and like really into the band fish and like he's like <laughs> like this this groovy guy you know what i mean and yeah super talking cool. about memorable speeches and he gave the quote i don't know this you saying that my quote is 
you know, the world is your oyster reminded me, he made his quote for the speech, he made it, um, uh, take care of your shoes, just random. <laughs> and well, it's a fact. That's the only, I know that's the only quote I'm ever going to remember from any speech that occurred. Because it was so weird. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm never yeah. going to remember, like, the quote from my, you know, graduation speech at, you know, stuff. principal's graduation speech at graduation. You know what I mean? But I'm going to remember the weird pastor saying, take care of your shoes. Take care of your shoes. Take care of your car. Take care, take care of, your of that, that little Honda Fit that you drove across the country. I'm so surprised that it made it. Like, I just, oh my God, I can't believe it made it through Utah. I was like, hey, Hondas, can't are believe good it. Cars. Hondas are good cars. CRVs. Oh, yeah, you know it. Gray CRVs. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you explain that, please? C- Honda CRVs? Well, no, no, the gray CRV. Oh, the gray CRV? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, this is, I actually, so I have a little friend group at home. Um, of family friends and one of them just came up to me one day after work and was like you know you should make a fake stoke account for your honda crv because they you know how they have like stoke like like oh yeah man like your that are my car is so cool and takes like cool pictures of it like the yeah guy, you know what i mean post it, <laughs> you know what i mean so they were like you should do that for your gray honda crv <laughs> and i was like that is the greatest idea ever that's and, then were, and then they were like, you should make it a first person account so that the account is narrated by the Honda CRV. So I love that. So now I, I have like a, an Instagram account called that gray CRV and it's, it's my gray CRV talking about its life. I don't even know yeah, if, it's a, it's if it's a boy or girl or intersex but i don't know what it is yeah i don't i don't have a name for my my car i probably should um but i don't i don't have a name for mine either it's just that gracie or it's just a vibe yeah it's just it's just the the honda the fit yeah the fit and i I feel like so many like important things have happened to me in the honda fit that it is like a horcrux like a harry potter horcrux um and i'm getting i'm I'm definitely emotionally emotionally attached to to the honda fit Mm -hmm. um and it's gonna be sad um when it breaks down but that's just a part of life you got you got how it goes with that thing i've got plenty of time it's in good shape yeah Yeah. unless i I destroy it yeah i put several thousand miles on it (laughs) (laughs) oh my but yeah anyways oh my oh my Hmm. yeah so much life man i know I've been, I've been, with all this downtime, I've been appreciating the, the silences, you know, I've been, I don't know, some nice. You got to get out to the desert. You got to just casually go out to the desert because you, you can do that in New England. Um, <laughs> I went on this run in this town called Bishop, which is like 40 minutes outside of Mammoth Lakes and it's in the desert and it was just to run through the desert and it was so quiet and empty and silent that I had like a panic attack. And I didn't even know that and it, it like destroyed my entire reality because it was just yeah. so quiet. Yeah. And that was weird. I'll have that. I'll have that exact same thing when I'm like in the middle of the woods and like I encounter like an animal that's pretty big. And like I was running the other day in the middle of nowhere in like, you know, in the deep woods. And it hits you, man. It hits you. It was you. a massive beaver's nest. And I was like going in close to take a picture. And then all of a sudden this massive beaver comes up in the water and slaps his tail and like my primal instinct kicked in and I was just like I gotta get out of here it's it's freaky I know. when you realize this there's no one to help you yeah I it's was beautiful in, my whole family used to go up to uh Maine every year to uh at this way up way up, like up by Rangeley like the other side of the state um yeah. and we we me and my grandpa would go fishing back there and you're like you know hours from the nearest hospital and like all that stuff you know like an over an hour on dirt roads you know what i mean to get there i love that and me and him were just fishing back there and there's there's no cell service you know and yeah like a shortcut through the woods but we don't have a map all we have is like a compass in the sun no wait we don't have the compass we just have the sun and halfway through and he's experienced with this he's like an outdoors guy but halfway through i started having like a panic attack and like breathing you know what i mean i was like yeah no i know you mean i know exactly what you mean it's just like 
you never experience that even in farm country you never experience no. you know there's I mean? always cell service everywhere there's you go always cell service there's always civilization you're just out there and it's just you and it's just that's why i like the west yeah that's why i like the west it lets you get away from from all that crap it lets you get away from all the the anxious people who are working nine to five and just focusing on money and they, all their values are wrong and yeah I'm, I'm trashing those new england people right now <laughs> i know my mom used to always make fun of me because i wore a watch every day i don't anymore but she used to and she, you seem like the kind of kid who would have worn right, a watch every day right yeah <laughs> right. especially when i was younger i was very much that kid you know what i mean i know what you mean she made fun of me for being so east coast because i always had to know the time you know <laughs> yeah they got it wrong man yeah. I, I really this increasingly i'm caring so much less about about having an actual job i i'm not into the nine to five thing i'm not into it um, i don't even care if i don't care if i'm a software developer at google like i'm i'm not I'm not going to do I'm not, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to start my own thing or something. I want to, I want to go off the beaten path. That's how I am. I do everything differently as, as I've said many times, but I mean, it's true, but I, I need career wise. I got to do it. Very true. I got to career wise. I got to do it differently. Um, <laughs> and with this trip, I've just learned even more so that um, I want to get out and see the world before I die. Yeah. That's, that's what the world is for. It's for seeing. Yeah. You're supposed to, you're supposed to see the world. Yeah. regardless of money um, and my happiness will take me wherever I mean, happiness is the only thing you need I know and I feel lucky to be able to you know lucky to have to, that realization no lucky to um, be in the place where I can just think about happiness you know what I mean oh yeah you don't have to work like, yeah absolutely I you totally, know what I mean? yep. like at Colby yep. coming from a middle-class New England family like oh man so yeah lucky. you have no issues no issues yeah. yeah it's like it's i'm just so so blessed to be able to just not worry about finding a job after graduation you know what i mean like it's yeah insane it's insane even for the people who are in college there's people who are in good colleges who have to worry about that you know what i mean yep like, and they've got pressure from their parents to become a doctor and oh, do something they don't want to do i yeah oh, i was i was I have a friend in another state and they were talking about how like their parents are like pressuring them to interview at all these like Ivy league schools and they don't For that. To. And like, I, I was just, I, I don't know. I just sometimes, I don't know where I'm going with this, but me venting my frustration at people pretty much is what I'm doing. But <laughs> um, I, don't know. I get that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I just have to vent a little bit without nuance and sort of forgive <laughs> myself for doing it. <laughs> I vent a lot too. Yeah. Something that all humans need to do. Never internalize that stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be venting and I'll have to, um, I'll have to like talk, like I'll be venting to someone and I'll have to talk to them again. I'll be like, you know, I'm not actually i don't actually feel this yeah you're way. like i'm sorry that i said all those inflammatory things yes yes exactly I get exactly i was just on a roll enjoying myself <laughs> yeah i love ranting it's my favorite thing i i don't like this uh this antler chandelier it's a little bit weird Ooh, yeah, hot so other than that I, i'm a I fan love, i love that antler chandelier <laughs> yeah come out here and i'll show you i'll show you this oh wait i gotta show you um yeah, so part of like my hippie side is um, I've been really getting into going to thrift shops and just getting like everything that seems funny. Yeah. Um, I went to this thrift shop with Robbie and oh my gosh, there were like road signs and stuff. And so I just got like, I got, uh, I got this um, customer parking only sign, Newport Beach, California Police Department. And then I also picked up this license plate um, and that orange number one. So I picked so that one up. Uh, so yeah, I guess my new meme is is uh, collecting road signs. Thrift shopping is like literally like over half of the time I spend out of the house when it's not. The oh, it's very worth it. It's, it's, so it's like the best. Enough. I don't even care about buying stuff. I just like looking at all the yeah. curious things. 
Same. Yeah, we'll have to go. We got to go thrift shopping sometime. We got it. And it's so cheap and it's good for the environment. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I got those road signs for like a dollar each. Yeah. Because nobody, nobody wants to buy road signs except for me because I'm weird. Are those going to make an appearance in your dorm next year? Of course. Of course. Yeah, if I have a dorm next year, I'm still on the wait list. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe you'll be living in the hotel. Uh, if I have anything that's not like incredible, I'm going to take a gap year. Mm. I'm not even kidding. Oof. I lived in Kenya. I'm living in the mountains of California. Don't test me. I'll do it. I'll go to Alaska. That's true. If anyone could take a gap year and be successful doing it, it would probably be you. Thank you. <laughs> I had to grind for this. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm very, that's a, that's a big compliment because I literally can't think of anyone else who would be as successful. You know what I mean? Like you were just, yeah. I feel like you have that like, gung ho sort of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm psychotic in all the right ways. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not like, a, I'm not like, I'm psychotic, but I'm not like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> You're psychotic. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Did I tell you, um, by the end of the summer, I will have been to, 80% of states in the United States. Really? Yeah. You know what you should get? You should get one of those maps of the U.S. Yeah. On your Honda Fit and fill in the states you've been to. On my Honda Fit? On your yeah. Honda Fit. I'll get like a bumper sticker and then like color them all in. I still, yeah. Alaska is going to be tricky. Oh, um, in Hawaii. Already been there. Very lucky. My parents took me there. Ooh. Yeah. Um, privilege yes but every i mean everything else has just been like me like driving around going places so yeah and that trip that we took to atlanta that was fun oh yeah <laughs> until you injured your toe yeah. um yeah so after the summer and i'm trying to get 66 percent of the u.s states once i go to or i'm gonna do a road trip to oregon and, and washington um on like july 4th because i have a day off um are you gonna check out all the the prefontaine uh yeah what who's gonna stop me that's yeah. my motto for this, this this that's my motto for this summer who's gonna stop me who's gonna stop me nobody nobody's gonna stop me that's what i learned yeah as long as i believe in myself i can do anything i want and, and so can you and so can anybody else who's listening to this podcast mm -hmm. you just gotta believe in yourself it's not about how hard you work it's not about how talented you are it's not about it, it you just have to believe in yourself mm -hmm. you, you can't something that you want out of your reach you can't put it up on a pedestal you just got to do it and sometimes that's like a super long process to getting to believing in that you know what i mean it's like it's, it's not like one day you believe you can one day you believe you can't it's like a slow grad yeah, building up of that belief you know took me almost 20 years not quite 20 i'm not 20 yet <laughs> but yeah as soon as i get oregon and washington um i will have been to two-thirds of the united states before i turn 20 so wow and lived in Kenya. And lived in Kenya. On my own dollar. Wow. Lived in California on my own dollar. That's the best when you start when you start living when you start doing all these crazy adventures um, and you're doing it with your own money. Doing it with everything that you've earned. Yeah. Great feeling. <laughs> well, this has been an awesome freaking conversation. Dang. It's been fantastic to talk to you. Um, I look yeah. forward to going thrift shopping with you. Um, yeah. As soon as, whenever I get back to East Coast time, as long as I don't die out here, which could happen. That's, I hear COVID's climbing up there. I already had COVID. Oh, yeah, that's true, everyone. I'm talking more about, like, getting mauled by a grizzly bear. Um, oh. Okay. Falling off of a icy ravine. Or a that snake. Like a, a pretty, yeah, yeah. We've seen a lot of rattlesnakes. Um, I'm I'm definitely a big rattlesnake prone person because I like to go off the road. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make a move. I'm gonna buy a camera soon because um, I've been taking a lot of good shots. Um, and I think I'm gonna make a movie, like a short movie, um, that just like embodies the kind of loneliness and terror that I feel at night um, with like cabin fever. It's kind of weird. Yo, that is yeah. So I, awesome. I kind of just dropped that on you. I kind of dropped. No, that's so freaking amazing, because there's a very specific set of feelings that I feel um, when I'm alone at night in this big house. Yeah, and it's very different. I feel night and day are very different. Yeah. Time here is like 
the most incredible thing ever and it's just incredible freedom and then at night it gets kind of scary and i'm here alone and so it's it's just isolation and loneliness and and i think that's a good opportunity to um to get some nice camera shots in and just kind of like i've got some ideas i've got some ideas guess what the best part of that about that whole thing if you do it won't be the final product it'll be just the process of the experience the experience of you doing you know what i mean like that's yeah. just so awesome. I think it's also therapeutic too. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be a way, that's what art is. It's, it's a way to express, it's going to be a way to express the, the feelings of loneliness. And yeah. Been, terror. <laughs> I've been doing like a little bit, I've noodled around in the past, but not seriously. I've like started seriously, like starting trying to do a little bit of songwriting and like, it's all crap, but like just like, <laughs> experience of doing it is just so like yeah it gets it gets your vibes out yeah yeah it's it's just so rewarding um i don't know yeah yeah then eventually you get good at it but you have to well believe in yourself we'll wait a few years for that how about (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. you have to bank on it yeah but anyways well thank you so much for taking the time thank you so much for calling me yeah I, I had a lot of time it's it's sunday i'm not doing anything um i have to really clean the kitchen i'm embarrassed at how <laughs> dirty my is right now yeah. I, I made some pasta cooking for myself amazing but it also creates a mess so Dang. i have to take the trash out so i'm gonna do that all the little things that you know so you split with people in your house usually <laughs> mm-hmm. especially cooking especially cooking yeah cooking all right, Chief. Okay. Well, Thanks fantastic again, to talk to you. It's we been great. Talk in the future. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.